Let's get to the biggest story of the day, at least in the Tampa Bay area. Day two of the Michael Drecker case. And I have to tell you, we talked about it yesterday. I thought we had a great, uh, great discussion, except for the phone calls. But um, it's day two of the trial. I had a chance last night to go home and watch the opening statements and watch some of yesterday's testimony. Then I had a chance to wake up this morning and watch the continuing coverage. So before we get to the observations that I had on that, I'll tell you that as the trial started today, a couple of things that we might have forgotten about that were already released. I don't know if this was released or not. The interrogation of Drekka the night of the or the, the day after, whenever they brought him in to interview him and he's recounting what happened in his mind. I'll play a little bit of the audio that sets up what's happening on day two of the trial, and then we will discuss. Controversial manslaughter trial back underway this morning in Florida. Michael Draca charged after shooting an unarmed man outside of a convenience store last year. This after an argument over a handicap uh, parking spot. Right now, the court is getting underway, and an interview with Draca after the incident is being shown to the jury. Draca says he had to shoot Marquise McLaughlin because he was pushed to the ground, felt he was threatened. That video you just saw is a video about an hour long of Draca being interviewed by a detective who's currently on the stand, but this video is from last year after the incident happened. And so the detective is walking us through uh, what exactly happened according to Draca. We're going to play you a little clip here of Draca describing the moment that he fired his gun. Okay, now, this is the part right here that was kind of uh, the focus uh, uh, early on as the trial started today. It's Draca, in his own words, describing to the officer that's interviewing him after the killing exactly what happened. And I think that this causes a lot of problems for him, based on what he says here. I was on the ground. Uh, so that time, I had to put the hand down to get a hand out from underneath. As I come out, I start drawing my weapon. As I start leveling up my weapon, he makes his next step towards me and 21 foot rule. So you heard him there saying next step toward me. So he's claiming that he felt threatened because he was pushed to the ground, as you see right there. But in the video right there, the prosecution is going to argue that McLaughlin is seen taking a few steps back and could potentially, therefore, no longer be a threat at the moment the gun was fired. But the defense is saying things don't happen in slow motion in real life the way we're seeing it right now. The defense is saying if things happen quickly. And in that moment, they say Draca felt threatened and therefore used his weapon. Okay. My first thought, Mo, was that we got, I almost texted you last night. I think, yes. Hey, no. I think we got it wrong on who the slow motion video helps. You're I've now been, saying that. It I, helps I, I've been wrestling back and forth, back and forth. And when I watched yesterday's proceedings where they were showing it in slow motion, okay, so Draca says he made a step towards me. If you show that in fast motion, it may look that way because it was so fast. But if you show it in slow motion, you can clearly see. You line that up with the evidence that he was shot in an angle in which he was retreating. Right. How does that change things? I, I, I think it could really go either way depending on how 
the defense and or the prosecution would spin it. Now, That's I, some good lawyering has to come into question here. I, I haven't seen the slow motion video. You've seen it, correct? Oh, a million times. So you say it's clear that he's taking a step back. I mean, it's no doubt at all. Okay. And you put that up against his perception that he took a step right, forward. It, right. And they played that audio. That audio can strike that out. But then again... You know, if we start arguing real time versus slow time, I think that's where people get lost. Right. Now, what I sent you last night was that a big part of the case today was they discovered that Marquise McLaughlin had ecstasy in his system. Well, MDMA. Okay. And so the whole thing was ecstasy was on trial here for a minute because they had to figure out well, ecstasy, is it something that would make you aggressive or is it a love drug? Nah, it makes you it makes well, you love people. Well, it's different when you get what? Yeah, it makes you love people. Uh, oh, love people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, that's what they had on them. Because you got to understand, to the average person that doesn't know anything about drugs, you have to counteract whatever their preconceived notions may or may not be. I was just about to say that. For people that don't use X. Or don't X, know anything about X it. X don't make you love people. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. crazy. Yeah, it makes you, yeah, yeah. It makes you crazy. Just like, crazy. In, uh, just like marijuana in the 50s exactly. makes well, you want to well, have it, sex with white women. It, it, it really, it, and look at white people in the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. look at them in the eyeball <laughs> and not duck your head. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. So, so basically what they're saying is ecstasy, a drug that made, made them aggressive or non-aggressive? Is that, that was the Well, well that, that was, was the, the debate. That was the debate because you clearly clearly know that Marquise McLaughlin pushed Michael Drenchick to the ground. That's facts. That's not. Yeah. Okay. If, but yeah. if you're on ecstasy, you can't either ecstasy makes you aggressive or it doesn't. Makes you want to hug people. So you can't really spin it. Right. Can you? Sure. How so? Because uh, I think. Uh, well, they put an expert. The expert was on the stand like talking about it. And it, also he said something else. He said. Well, he had a high amount in his system, but the amount in your blood does not correlate to how it affects you as an individual. But couldn't they, and I don't know what the correct term would be, a toxicologist, let me go with that uh, for a lack of better understanding. Couldn't a toxicologist argue that drugs affect people differently? That's what I'm, talk- that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, that's what happened today. Yeah. Yeah. But so, ecstasy is ecstasy, though. No, no, not, no, no, not. So you're saying ecstasy is ecstasy, but what I'm saying is ecstasy is not ecstasy. Yeah, well, okay. Well, then you can't. Argue, affects no, people differently. If every, if you have, well, there's enough people that have taken ecstasy. We kind of know what it does. You want to make a point? You think you're a good enough lawyer to say, yeah, well, it makes everybody lovable and sexual except for him. <laughs> like, you're the best lawyer in the world. Yeah. I mean, we know what cocaine does. We know what cough syrup does. Like, we know what things do. It's not like a mystery. Uh, we just have to explain it to people. Like, JR, like Mo was trying to tell you, some people, they understand what weed is. Yeah. But that's about it. Everything else is the craziest thing that they can come up with because they don't live in that world. And they hear you on ecstasy, and then they're going to say, he's on ecstasy. Oh, and he pushed that guy. It must make you an aggressive person. Mm. Especially when it's called X. That's, that just sounds Can you bad. see how someone could make that leap? Yeah, they could skew that a little bit. Right. I, I would think, like, if he was really on ecstasy, he would have he hugged him. Instead of pushed him. Well, he was also in a real life situation. Yeah. Where his family was threatened and he he responded like someone that was going to a threat, not to a hug fest. True enough. Right. But I thought that might get lost on some people because like you said, once people here if it would have been weed, it would have we would have been having the same conversation right now. Right. Except for people a little bit more familiar with weed. Weed doesn't make people fight. Hey Kevin, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Kevin Moe and JR? What up, man? Great show, man. What up? What's up, man? Okay. Hey, I just hey, I just want to say, um, hey, are 
would you think the um, defense will bring up a expert witness to testify that that drug that you're saying that was in his system, that drug do, do not make you aggressive. It do not make you have any aggressive tendencies. That drug makes you really want to uh, relax, like you had some real good um, quick weed. Okay. You know and quick, you know what I'm saying? So I, uh, I just want, you know what I'm saying? So if, if they're going to go that way, why would that go back to what you said the other, the other day? Why do not have black people on on the on, on the jury? Wait, wait, wait! What, does, saying, wait, wait, what does what does ecstasy have to do with black people being on the jury? You're losing me, Kevin. Gonna, hey, okay, okay, okay. Follow me. Follow I've me. never done ecstasy. It has it has nothing to do with what black people or white people or green people or people there's no green do. people stop it right well okay okay caucasian people have what they do <laughs> in behind closed doors okay well what, what, what i'm trying to say is if they're going to bring up that you had that in their system okay if you had say 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 you had a uh, latino or say you had a um a Caucasian woman right. on, the, on, 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 on the jury. Then those people might talk in the, in the jury room about what that drug is. I don't know if they do or not, but I'm just saying. <laughs> then you have a different point of view, someone given what that thing, what... Oh, man. What, well, Kevin, I, I, I see what you're saying, but, man, I think that it, regardless of race, I think people can figure out, smart people who've never done ecstasy can figure out... A white man... Kevin, uh, okay, Kevin a white man. Kevin, Kevin, a white man. Kevin. Not, bro, 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 you giving me bar conversation on the radio. You giving Kevin, me on the Kevin, sitting on the front porch talk. No, man, no, I don't. He took a leap that I wasn't willing to take. I've never done ecstasy. I don't have uh, no. Neither have I. The re- and the reason why is neither be- have I, but I, I have an idea. The reason why is because uh, here it really raises your blood pressure, and if you drink too much water on it, you can die. Yeah, doesn't JR? It, it doesn't it make your it, it does raise your the, blood pressure. The heat of yeah, the, yeah. The, the the heat of your body. Yeah, so too. what? It, yeah, it raises your heart rate. So you can everything. overdose on water trying to cool yourself you down. down. Yeah. yeah. So and usually like on like in the brain receptors, it utilizes a lot of serotonin. Which yeah, that's like, why you feel ate up the next day. Yeah, 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 yeah and like kind of burned up. down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it zaps to. your serotonin, which throws your sense of well being and happiness off. Uh, yeah, exactly. You have to let it rebuild up because. It's super flooding your synapses. It's, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, that receptor. So you don't know nothing about ecstasy, right? No, I don't know anything. Oh, okay, I just, just how I, it works. I'm, I'm just on Google right now. Okay. Yeah. So if I said double stack transformer, that don't mean nothing. Nah, nah, nah. Julio, Dub- you on the bone? What's up? Double stack green monkey. Hey, what's going on? I'm not a professional on X, but I've done my days. And just because it was in the system doesn't mean he was on it. Because just like marijuana. Stays in your system for a while. No, there was too. a there was a high concentration on it. They took the blood the night of uh, that he was oh, okay. he was murdered. Yes, yes, sir. But that does make you love. But if it's someone that you care about, it does make you go super hawk. Also, so okay. well, hold it, on. That it, doesn't it, sound it, scientific. <laughs> I'm glad they had an expert. It makes you go super hawk. Uh, that sounded very scientific. Yeah, to yes, me, uh, <laughs> yeah. Objection, objection. The super jury does not know what the hell super hawk means. Uh, I know what super yeah. hawk means. Well, let's do. He said hawk or hawk. Hawk. Super oh, hawk. Well, this you guy. Know. He's definitely um should not be in the jury pool at all. <laughs> the man's a scientist. Yeah, he's, he he sounds scientific. Jesse, thanks for holding. You on the bone? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on, soul brother? All right. Hey, uh, yeah, I, w- I want to agree with uh, a cat named Mo that actually it is body chemistry. Like me, myself, I can talk from experience back in the day. 
I took more than a handful of times, and each time I did not like to be touched. I did not like to be rubbed on. Now the menthol and the blowing people up, yeah, that's much better. Jesse, I have but, no idea what you're talking about. You're talking to me about a you're, you're talking to me about a drug that I haven't experienced, so I don't know. Blow okay. it up. And I, uh, no, don't don't worry don't worry about the statistics of it. But it is no, by no, chemistry. Hold, not, hold on, hold on, wait Jesse, you're not making yes, any sir. sense. Hold on, I gotta, okay. I gotta let you go. You got you got to turn the squelch down, brother. Yeah. You know, you ca- stop calling me from them CB radios. <laughs> He's talking about it's about body chemistry. I heard an expert testify today, and I'll repeat myself. Mm. I got to do that a lot. The amount in your system is one thing. How it actually acts on your body is another thing. That's what I said. So you can't really say that if you're on, you have X amount in your system of X, you're going to act a certain way. It is different on the individual. That's what I said. But it's just, uh, I'll repeat it three times. Daniel, you're on the bone. What's up? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, I wanted to ask Mo, how is the stink ironic? Thank you, Daniel. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <clears throat> because he gets what I'm doing. No, seriously, yeah, Mo, how, I don't get the irony. Yeah, I don't get it either. You don't get the irony of a snake clogging up a toilet when we use snakes to unclog toilets. But what kind of snake was closing, clogging the toilet? A trouser snake. Aha. Uh-huh. It was a plumbing snake. Uh-huh. It wasn't a. It wasn't a slithery snake. Th- thank you, literal Larry. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Thank you. Yeah, I don't get the irony. Oh, David, you on the bone? What's going on? Humor's dead in America. Kevin. Hey guys, humor's got to be funny. Uh, first time caller, and I'm actually from out of state. I love your show. Oh, thank you. I've only been here a, a year. What state um, are you from? I wanted to weigh in from per- from New Mexico. Okay, that's a good one. From from Albuquerque, I was born and raised, lived there for 40 years of my life, and lived in another nine nine going on 10 years of my life in Utah. Well, welcome to Florida, sir. Uh, uh, yeah, it's hot. It's, uh, they keep telling me I'm going to get used to it. I'm waiting for that. You will never Been get... here a year, and I'm still sweating my ass off. You'll never get used <laughs> to the, uh, the weather or the women, so good luck. Uh, no. No, yeah, well, I'm married, so I don't have to worry about chasing the women. But, yeah, they got attitude, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, at any rate, I wanted to weigh in on the, the uh, you know, the chemistry thing. Yes. As well as your frame of mind, okay? Because I've done X more than a handful of times. Uh, you know, I've done other hallucinogens. And if you go in in a bad state of mind, more often than not, you're going to have a bad trip no matter what it is. Okay. You know, and people can agitate you. And also, you know, when I was younger, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Oh, sorry to hear For that. me, speed slows me down because I'm on the hyper spectrum. Yes. You know, so it's, it's, so everybody has a different reaction. With and we can't say that. In, we can't say that in any state. I got to let you go on that yeah. note. I only get one strike with me because I have to pay the bill, bro. But we appreciate you, dude. It's nothing personal. We just can't have that kind of language on the radio. I think he got his point out anyway. He did get his point out, which reinforces my point of we're talking about an end of one individual who's no longer here with us. And we're having, we're trying to figure out his frame of mind, and all we have is a blood sample and a video. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this, but there's no rules to drugs. I I didn't know that people just took ecstasy chilling. Like, they were going to the store to pick up some snacks. 
Yeah, with I, the kids. Yeah, I thought that I was a club ex- drug. Not what club and Saturday night you with some ladies like party trying to get it on with some women. Right. Jr. Is 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 it is it a sex drug? Jr. Mm-hmm. Was, what I was saying about ecstasy was so Marquise McLaughlin um, was coming up to the store with his fiance in the car and his kids, and they were going to get some snacks. Yeah, you know, ice cream, candy, just or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying, you know, I know there's no rules, but when I think of X. It's like in the middle of the day. Yeah. Is that something you just sitting around the house and you say, I'm just going to take a little X and, okay, got to go pick up the kids. And, nah, and you're just a- rolling and just doing your life. I thought it was like Saturday night. Got a little girl coming yeah. over. Yeah. Got a little X girl. See, I little- thought it was club drugs. Yeah. yeah. Only, yeah. Like yeah. getting it on drugs. Yeah, I mean, everybody utilizes it differently. But for the most part, from what I know, How would you use t- it if you had a bag full of it? If I had a bag full of it, I'd throw an X party. <laughs> I know. Okay. but what? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, you know what he is. Well, calm down. You. you know what I'm asking. Okay, all right. Uh, no, um, if, I ha- if I had it, I'd probably, like you said, like the weekend, if I had, like, I'll go to a festival or a club or... I would so do so you're not, your non-sexual part of the X would be out with colors, vibes, and sounds, yeah. and just all kind of... And it makes you sometimes... Like I, said, like I said, it affects people differently from what I've seen. It so, makes people want to be social and go out If I'm dance. on X and you start rubbing on my shoulders, I might be like, yeah, yeah. that's the best shoulder rub ever. <laughs> <laughs> that it? Yeah, kind of. Okay. For the most part. It makes everything more sensitive. Sensitive, heightened, everything. Yeah. If I like the song, will I like it even better? Yes. If you, I like the food, will I like it even better? Uh, you, you usually don't eat on it. Will it make me lower my standards? Probably. Okay. Yeah, for for a massage or something. But you ain't dropping it to run around to the Circle K. No, nah, Grab nah. a Slurpee and a but there's no, Kit Kat. Absolutely not. But, but I there's, get, no, there's no rules because he did have it in his system. And that was my, I'm just trying to say that we're trying to figure me, out what ecstasy does on one individual that's not here. And uh-huh. we don't know what's going on. He was taking it in the middle of the day, which may be different than any way anybody else who took it. My, my thing is he probably did it the night prior. He probably partied with his fiance but, but or whatever. They, they said that he had a lot of it in his system. Maybe he took a lot prior. But if he had that much in his system, I think, like fresh after they killed him, they took the blood sample. There was a lot in his system right then. How about, can I can I tell you? So this? It's say, it's, they say it's safe to say that mm-hmm. he was he was on it at the time. It was in his system, like oh, yeah. active. Well, what I could say also too, uh, a lot of people whenever they do take X, they don't sleep for days. So they probably maybe. He was but he probably, wasn't rolling. Whatever rolling is. Yeah. So he probably wasn't. Rolling means when it peaks out and yeah, you get the height, the yeah, biggest effects from it. Yeah, yeah, the heightened effects, like when you're at the peak of your of your high. And then when you're coming down, you still have a lot in your system. All right. If you're in the middle of rolling, uh-huh. what if the energy shifts and all of a sudden something gets happening where you have to get snap into action to protect somebody? How does that radical shift go from I'm in the middle of my ecstasy feeling to, oh, my God, danger, and I have to react? Yeah. See, that's what was on, that was what was on trial today in the Draker case. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't. Imagine you sitting on the jury versus imagining your grandmother sitting on the jury. Yeah. How are you going to explain ecstasy to an old person? Yeah. Uh, what, what, My grandma would be like, you on that S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you need Jesus. I'd be like, uh, you know how you used to take Quaaludes, Grandma? That's different. Oh, that's kind of different. Well, I mean, Quaaludes was a get down. Oh, was a get down. Uh, and don't remember. Speed, speed. No, no, no. <laughs> you know I mean? And don't remember. Remember uh, Housewives used to take speed back in the 50s? Dude, I don't remember. The 50s? You yeah. locked on the 50s. Yeah, like 50s, 60s. That's how you explain it to him. It's like, it's like taking speed almost. <laughs> you just throw the 50s out and it'd be like 70s. Yeah, you just go straight from the 2000s. And then you'll look at Mo. You'll look at Mo and be like, the 50s. Yeah. And Mo's like, what? I'm in my 50s, but I'm not 50. <laughs> there was a whole lot of decades in between. Yo, you know, I, you would... 
we would be upset if we knew how Jr. talked about us. Jr. was like, oh, yeah, I work with these old dudes. They're kind of cool, but they old. They're just old. And I would call them now. What is it, 930? They sleep. <laughs> but they okay, though. I don't know. I know. And then when I'm walking somewhere with Jr., he's always, you all right? You all right? You all right? And you walk? You need a taxi? You need an Uber? <laughs> you need water? You need stretching? Uh-huh. What's up with your bunions? We were talking about the Michael Dretschke case today that's going on in Clearwater. It's day two of the trial. Uh, we discussed the opening day yesterday. I had a chance to go home and watch some more of the testimony. And today's testimony, what struck me as, what stood out, was they had a discussion about MDMA. It was found that MDMA was found in Marquise McLaughlin's system. And so um, I've never done MDMA. All I know is what I've heard about it. So what I've heard about it may or may not be correct. I thought it was like a peaceful, loving drug, something that makes you open up and connect and makes you oversensitive so you can, like, share your feelings. and But then you can party on it, too, right? And it makes you want to hear uh, weird music. That's kind of what I thought, but I don't know. Tom, thanks for holding. You're on the Sober the Kevin Show. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening, Tom. Um, my opinion, sorry, I don't know anything about ecstasy. Never done it. Neither do I. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. Um, it doesn't. This case has nothing to do about race. Has nothing to do about drugs. They were just two guys. And if somebody was harassing my family, mm-hmm. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm a white guy. I can't tell. Thank, somebody, thanks for your honesty. <laughs> yeah. If somebody was harassing my family and I walked out and I knocked them to the ground, you know what? They ain't got no right to just shoot me. If I, maybe I was walking over, maybe he was approaching him. Maybe he was walking over there to pick him up. Say, you know what, man? Hey, get up. Get the hell out of here. I kick him in the ass and, you know, be on your way. You know what I'm saying? The guy had no right to just shoot him. I, I understand that part, but if uh, <clears throat> they found he had drugs in the system, it's a part of the case. I, it has nothing to do with what actually happened That's between just the two. That's twisting it, man. That's well, actually, lawyer, no, that, no, no, actually, know? Tom, Tom, come on, come on, Tom. It does matter what's in someone's system. It matters if someone is drunk. It matters if someone is under right. the influence. You know it matters because a lot of times it can it can affect the situation for the positive or negative. You know that. I, I get you. I get you. I get you. And that's lawyer talk. And I guess, <laughs> but if the you know the the rule, if the guy was over there harassing the family, mm-hmm. hey, hey, it's not done. It doesn't mean the guy has the right to shoot him. And that's hey, man. And no one's. I'm a Trump, no I'm a Trump a gun-loving guy. Okay, what's that? Do? You know, I don't. I, I don't. You know, I, I don't agree with that. All right, Tom. Well, we hear you loud and clear. Thanks for calling, man. All right, and, mo- and more importantly, thank you for being white. <laughs> yes. Well, you laughing at white people? We're laughing Man, with them. Yeah, I, I yeah. Was laughing at you thanking them for real. Oh, yeah. well, you got to thank the listeners. The thanks is the thanks is in being white. Well, comes I, with the thanks already. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm new at this. <laughs> John, you're on the bone. What's going on, man? Hey, Kevin. Hey. This is a first time caller for me. Oh, welcome. Um, I just wanted to give you a little bit of information about the MDMA. It was first made. It was actually legal at one time, mm-hmm. and doctors would prescribe it for couples that were having troubles because like you said it opens them up and kind of makes them love each other more and talk they can talk more freely like a therapy drug right exactly a psychiatrist or um you know or they they got marriage counselor in a a control setting type of thing right they would give it to them so that they could go home and take it and then be able to talk to each other more because it makes you love 
and open up more empathy and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I get now, John. Have you have any experience with this personally? No, but from what I understand, it's it's like similar to taking any kind of opiate like medicine where it makes you have that that feel good feeling but a lot stronger from what i understand i've never taken it yeah i would think that that feeling would be a little different than an opioid though if they're using it to open up i mean not, they weren't using heroin to open people up <laughs> you know no not that strong but right. you know something a little bit weaker but just makes you feel good and talkative okay john talkative. well i appreciate that but yeah, it was illegal. It was legal at one time, and doctors would prescribe it. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Right. Hey, John, you got yeah. you got anything else on your mind? No, not really. I listen Nothing. to you guys every okay. every afternoon while I'm driving around, and uh, I think you guys are pretty funny. All right, John. Well, we appreciate you listening in your ride, man. Tell your friends about us. Oh, for sure. Oh, Thanks. All right. You never know. John gave me that. I got a vibe from him like he might have told me something crazy. <laughs> like he was going to tell you like, something yeah, crazy? Yeah, he might have He might have had something tucked away. I yeah. thought maybe. I would like to invite callers that you, like you're calling up for MDMA, but if you got something real juicy tucked away, yeah. slide that in the conversation too. Kevin, thanks for holding. You're on the bone. Hey, what's up, Kevin? So what up? And uh, Morning Gil. Hey, wait, 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 hey um, yeah. calling it back again. Uh, uh, yeah. Remember, Rose. Sorry, sir. Well, sorry. I, go ahead. Go ahead. What you call, Kevin? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, you remember Roseanne Barr was on that, and that girl was supposed to make you relax to put you to sleep, and supposed to um, calm you down and make you just relax, and if you have a problem going to sleep, okay? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Kevin. What, what's um, supposed to make you go to sleep? No, I'm saying Roseanne Roseanne Barr was on that drug. On, when she went out doing those tweets on MDMA, her, yes sir, okay, yes sir, yes sir, okay. The drug is almost like taking cocaine, but in a pill. Okay? Oh no, it's not, Kevin. It's not okay. like cocaine, man. Jr., it's not so, like hey, cocaine. Hey. Nah. Okay, so hey, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I didn't. Well, you need to know at this point. I didn't know either. I didn't do. Well, either I, I need you need to know now. Yeah. For, for for what I could say, no. Oh, hey, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Yes, sir. Hey, back up, sir. I'm sorry. I might have uh, spoken uh, out of turn. But hey, how can you have a drug? Okay, I know what the X is. Okay, it's supposed to be a relaxing drug. It's supposed to make you chill. This, you know what I'm saying, this, go, hey, go to the club, pop it, sit down, right. have a couple of drinks, you yeah. chilling out, and you're fine. But if someone touched you, like everybody's saying. If you're supposed to be in that man's mindset to be, I understand. Okay. I, I understand, Kevin. Okay. This is a, this. I know, but this is the same call again, man. We got to let you go. I didn't. I, we were kind of done with the call. That's why I let you go the first time. We really don't do this two calls oh, we in the same night with uh. the same call. It was just more of the same call. And then he's like, he's like, it's like cocaine. And then he stopped and go, wait a minute, no, it's not. What is happening? Oh man. We're going to switch it up after we talk to this guy. James, you're on the bone. Hey, this ecstasy thing, it, it, it really – the defense is going to be trying to use standard ground here. I mean, that's that's got to be where they're trying to go here, trying to say that he had a right to scores because he was in fear for his life. Yeah, but that's it doesn't not, matter. It's not going to be standing your ground. That's already – that ship is already sailed. Yeah, it didn't qualify for a standing your ground, yeah. James. Well, e- even even as the case may be, 
if he's the aggressor, one, he had no right to approach this guy about he's not a police officer. He has no right to say anything about where somebody parks. And so he was the aggressor. And the guy coming out was coming out because the wife already had an interaction with this guy or the girlfriend or whatever. And yeah. and he threatened violence. That's, so it's, that's it. And you are, you are absolutely allowed to meet force with force to protect yourself or someone else. So if this guy's threatening violence to, to his wife or girlfriend, well, then obviously he has mm-hmm. absolute legal right to protect his girlfriend. James, so I this, think you're on to something here. Thank you. I think James just recapped the entire case for us. Get up, uh, get up, uh, shake your